Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Our topic today, Disciples in Action, how you can motivate people to be the disciples Jesus is calling them to be, the why and the how. Our guest is Ramon Canals. Ramon, great to have you with us. I'm glad to be here, Derek. And you've got a passion. Tell us what you're doing in ministry right now. It really ties in with total member involvement. Oh, I am really excited. I'm excited about this new initiative of the General Conference uh, called Total Member Involvement. This is the idea of a world church evangelistic thrust to get every member involved in ministry, involved in the mission of saving souls. And this is a very exciting opportunity that uh, God is uh, giving us because, it's, you know, we actually partnering with God. Uh, God is, uh, is the, the ultimate, uh, the great evangelist, the one that wants to save everyone. And being partnered with God is the most exciting thing. In fact, I think, Derek, that the single most important thing in the whole universe is to love God and to serve Him. And you know, someone showed me a, a list of like a hundred ways that you can be involved. Uh, so it's, it's not all doing the same thing, right? Disciples in action could be involved in different ways. Yes, uh, there are many ways in which uh, we can be involved. But, you know, before we get involved, we need to know why. So why? tell me why it's important to not just be a sitting disciple, yes, when but you, a disciple in action. Yes. When you have a big why, then you find the way. You, you know, the how comes to you. You find way of doing things when you have a big why, because the why gives you, it gives you meaning, it gives you purpose. Mm -hmm. And for example, when I read my Bible, I find that Jesus was passionate about doing his father's business. You remember when Jesus was uh, seemingly lost and, and Jesus' parents uh, walk. When he um, was a little boy, 12 years old. He was a little boy, just 12 years old. And um, his parents uh, thought that he was lost. And they walked out of Jerusalem for one day. And then they came back because they realized that he was not with them another day. And then they spent one whole day in Jerusalem find, trying to find Jesus. They finally found him in the temple, and, and then they ask, why, why do you seek me? Uh, Jesus says, why do you seek me? Do you not know that I must be about my father's business? Even as a little boy. As a little boy. He was aware that he had a mission. The first words registered in the Bible I'm sure that Jesus spoke many words, <laughs> right? But the first recorded words of Jesus are right there. The first recorded words it of Jesus, I must be about my father's business. That's powerful. It is. It's, he was passionate <laughs> about doing his father's business. Now, you, we ask the question, so what is the father's business? Yes. What is the father's business? And we find in the Bible, in, for example, in in John uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 34, where Jesus um, 
have, had not been eaten, and he hasn't eaten for, for a day or so, and the disciples were kind of worried, and they, they asked him, uh, teacher... Did you have something to eat? Yeah, where are you going to eat? And what did he say? I, I think he said that my food is to do the will of my Father in heaven. That's right. My food is to do the will of my Father. And when you ask, then what is that? What is the will of the Father? John tells you exactly what that is. In John 6, 39, Jesus said, The will of my Father is that I will not lose, not even one. Mm. That I will save everyone and not lose one. Mm. That's the will of the Father. God wants every person on this planet. Just think about it. Seven billion, and counting, seven billion people on this planet. And God wants to save each one of those people. Mm. And so that's his will. That's what he wants to do. And what a privilege we have to be partners with God in saving souls. The Father's business. So for Jesus, that was the most important thing, mm. to be about His the Father. Father's business. Mm -hmm. And the Father's business is about saving souls. It's about, right. um, you know, calling people to become disciples of Jesus. So that was important for Jesus. Yes. And it was also important for the disciples of Jesus. For Paul, for example, it was very, very important for him uh, he said, this is um, the most important thing for me in uh, Acts chapter 20, verse 24. Um, the Bible says, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy mm. and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Mm. For the Apostle Paul, being involved, uh, being um, about the Father's business, what's the most important thing? And you know, while you're sharing, we'll come back after the break and, and talk about your experience and the how. Uh, I'm thinking of the words of Jesus when he said, uh, as the Father has sent me, yes. so send I you. That's right. So, so this is total member involvement. Oh, yes. This is every disciple in action. Yes. And after the break, we want to talk together about how that's going to happen. Obviously, Ramon feels passionately about this. He's experienced God's work in his own heart. But he believes that every follower of Jesus should be a disciple in action, total member involvement. We're going to discover that we will not only be blessed ourselves and bless others, but the community around us will be blessed as they are drawn to come to know Jesus too. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion right after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, Disciples in Action, our guest, Ramon Canals. Ramon, you've already inspired me. We shouldn't be disciples sitting around waiting for Jesus to come. 
but we should be disciples in action. You talked about Jesus, about his father's business, and about us needing to also be about our father's business. How does that clear understanding of the why guide our behavior? When we understand what Jesus did for us, and when we understand um, our mission and our purpose for this life, mm -hmm. then that gets us going. It gets us, it, it cannot leave us um, sitting in the pew because mm -hmm. Jesus did, um, uh, you know, he, he died for us and he wants us to be part in, in the most exciting um, thing that anybody can do. And that is to be partnered with God in ministry. And you know, that can affect any age. You shared in part one, yes. Jesus was only 12. And he said, I've got to be about my father's business. Yes. So whether we're 12 or 82, everyone can be involved. Pastor Derek, when I was baptized, I was uh, baptized in the city of New York. I was only 20 years old. Okay. And um, when I was baptized, the pastor baptized me in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he said, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as a missionary. Mm. He added those words. <laughs> yes. Almost prophetic words. As a missionary. And those words stuck in my head. As a missionary. What is a missionary? You're called. I don't know what a missionary is. And I was thinking... Well, the missionaries that I know are the ones that go to Africa or, right? or China or some <laughs> faraway place. You know, I, I have no idea. But the words stuck in my head. You know, I read once that the words that we use to describe our experience become our experience. Mm. And I live that in my life. Mm. because I could not sleep without thinking that I needed it to do something. Missionary, missionary, mm. missionary. I would go to bed thinking that I was a missionary. I would get up thinking I'm a missionary. And that's true. You know, and, and it is it's true. true. We, it's true for every one yeah. of us. But sometimes we don't realize it. We think we're just here trying to stay out of trouble until Jesus comes back. Huh? So at the age of 20, I... I was thinking, I'm a missionary. So I started asking, what is a missionary? What do I need to do? And so somebody said, well, just share your faith with, with somebody. And um, I didn't know how. But I started talking to my friends. I, I was excited. I was passionate about what I have found. I was living a, a, a life um, that was not a good life. Uh, my life was empty. I was, my life was full of all the pleasures of the world, but I was empty. Mm. And, and Jesus found me. Praise God. And he guided me and he said, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. Find the church, find the church. Mm. And I wanted to find a church that was a, a, a church that allowed me to do all the things that I used to do in, in my past life. Mm. But Jesus guided me. Mm. And then when I was baptized, you are a missionary. Mm. And so I started bringing friends to the church. Every single week, I would bring friends. I would bring friends to the church. 
When I came into this church, there were just a, a handful of young people. But when I got there, because of I was so excited about what I have found. I have found Jesus. I found the Messiah. Amen. So I started bringing all my friends to the <laughs> church. The church got full of young people. It reminds me of when the man was set free from a legion of demons. Yes. Jesus said, go back to your people. Yes. Tell them. So he was a disciple in action. He was, yes, disciple in action. <laughs> so so I, I got married, and uh, the Lord gave us a house, and I said to my wife, I still have this voice that tells me I am a missionary. Honey, we are missionaries. We have this house that the Lord has given us, two floors, and then the basement. I, say, I said to my wife, the basement, we're not using the basement. Why don't we build a church in the basement? Build a church. And she said, but who's going <laughs> to preach? You don't know how to preach. I said, you preach. She said, I don't know how to preach either. So none of us had, no, didn't know how to preach. But then we said, but we can build a church. So what we did was we finished the basement. We bought chairs. We built a pulpit. And, and uh, I said, well, we, everything is ready. The church is ready. So I went out. I started knocking on doors and inviting all the neighbors in the neighborhood to come to my house for a very special celebration. And I, we prepared food for them, and then I invited uh, a pastor to come in and speak to them. Speak to them. Yes, and, and teach them about the Bible. And, and that way, we, we, the, first time, uh, the first time we did that, we had 20 people coming, and then 23 and 24, 25 and 30. Amazing. And, and uh, so we actually built, uh, planted a church without knowing in about... In basement. Yes, yeah, without knowing about <laughs> church planting. We never took a seminar, never took training. But you knew I, you were a disciple. I knew I was a missionary. Yes. And I want to be a disciple in action. In action. That's beautiful. And uh, the, that thought has guided my life mm. up to today. A disciple of Jesus, a missionary... Every person who is baptized into this church is baptized as a missionary. As a missionary. Everyone. You are a missionary. I'm a missionary. Everyone is a missionary. And um, I'll tell you, there is nothing more exciting than that. And I can see that yes. in your face. And after the break, I, I want to explore further how we can be disciples in action. But it seems like it affects every decision you make. It affected the person you married. Yes. It affected what you did with your basement. Yes. It affects everything. Yes. After the break, we're going to talk more about disciples in action, not just in theory, but in practice. Yes. And we've heard from our guest, Ramon, how that affected his own family early in his married life. More miracles as we hear about disciples in action right after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, Disciples in Action, and our guest, Ramon Canals. Ramon, before the break, you talked about the amazing conversion you experienced and how immediately you became a disciple in action planted a church with your young wife in your basement, yes. and you saw God work. How did that impact you spiritually as you joined Jesus in, in our Father's business? Well, that helped me to grow immensely spiritually. 
because I saw God working. I saw God doing miracles. And there is nothing more powerful than, than when you pray. You pray for the conversion of somebody. You, you pray for the conversion of your friend. And your friend gets converted. He gets baptized. And now he's excited about And that does something God. for you and your yes, faith. Yes, yes. And, I, you know, so that, that has helped me a lot to be more connected with, with God. Uh, moreover, I, I, um, I was talking with several evangelists, you know, because I learned that if you want to learn something, if you want to learn anything, you find somebody who is, who is being successful at that one thing that you want to learn. For example, I wanted to learn how to win souls. So I wanted to talk to the evangelists because I know that they know how to win souls. So I went and talked to them and I asked them, what, what are the, the, the things that you do? That, that give you success uh, in winning souls. Because uh, I'm a missionary. I, I want to win Amen. souls. I, I want to be a disciple in action. Yep. And so, you know, Pastor Derek, the one thing that they told me, all of them, without, yep. without uh, failing, all of them said the number one thing that you need to be able to be actively involved in the mission of Jesus is to be connected with God, mm. is to have that intimate, intimate, close mm. relationship mm. with the King of King, mm. with God the Father, the Holy Spirit, Amen. and Jesus. Amen. Yes. And so that is crucial. Yes. We, we cannot do, uh, you know, we can't be active without Jesus, him. didn't he say, without me, you can do nothing? Yes. I... I, I know there are, there are people who live in secular uh, societies and they try to find secular methodologies to win secular mm. people. And, and they forget that there is a spiritual dimension that uh, they have not... Yeah, that they, they need to tap into that, into that uh, uh, spiritual dimension, dimension uh, and, and experience the power of God. And, and God can touch... Anybody, I don't care how secular people are, God start working in those in those hearts, and those people get converted. I can tell you the, the experience of my sister. She lives in New York, and I prayed for her for 30 years. Wow. She was very hard. 30 years. Very hard. And finally, she surrendered her life to the Lord. Now she is a missionary in New York. Is she a disciple in action? She is a disciple <laughs> in action. That's right. Now, some people, I was going to ask you, partly answered my question. Some people might be listening and say, well, Ramon Canales, he's like the Apostle Paul, you know, amazing. God's working in miraculous ways. But you're saying that the, that miracle of God mm. working isn't just for you. It's for everybody. And you and have I other stories you. of people where you've seen God work in and through them in supernatural ways? Ah, a lot. I can, we can spend um, the whole day. Uh, I can spend the whole day with you telling you stories. But let me just tell you about a friend of mine. He's a doctor. And him and his wife, I know them for a long time. They came to my office when I was living there in the Northwest. Came to my office. And, and this is a retired doctor, all right? And, and um, he, he could be... Um, Laying on a beach in the Caribbean, sipping, sure. sipping piña colada, right? Right. <laughs> Enjoying his life. And yet, he has a burden for, for mission. Yep. He 
he understands that he is a disciple, both him and his wife, and he's always, he has always been involved. And so he came to my office and he said, Ramon, I, I live in this upscale neighborhood and we don't have a Seventh-day Adventist church mm. in the neighborhood and I want to plant a church. Can you give me some tips on how to plant a Amazing. church? Amazing. And so we got to talk. And so he, we, we pray, and he went with his wife and then his son, who is also a pastor, and they planted a church. Amazing. Five years later, he came back, and he said, I want to plant another church. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I asked him, I, I said, you know, doctor, I... I admire you because, you know, you could be just relaxing in your house sure. and, and um, you know, you want to be active. You want to be in action. Right. Tell me, why, why is this so important to you? You know what he said? He said, Ramon, this is the most important and exciting thing that anybody can do. Mm. And that is to be connected with God, serving him. Mm. That is the most exciting. Is, he said there is nothing more exciting than to serve God. So he caught the vision that Jesus, when he was just 12 years old, I need to be about my father's business. That is correct, yes. Mm. And there are so many other people doing that. And, you know, people, you know, now that the General Conference has launched this initiative of total member involvement, what a tremendous, I think this is a, a God-given idea. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, any man just created this. I think this came from God. And you know, one thing I'm hearing, Ramona, and I really appreciate, we're not talking here about activity in order to earn God's favor. We're not talking about work in order to earn salvation. No, no, no. We're, it it we're has talking, nothing to do with that. <laughs> saved by God's grace. That's right. Living connection and going out in the power of the oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, this is exciting. It's, it's just being like Jesus. Yeah. This, you know, God doesn't need me to finish his work. He doesn't need any of us. The reason why he gives us this opportunity is so that we can become like Jesus. Yeah. And I, I want to become like <laughs> Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. The only way that we can develop the character of Jesus is by participating in, in his work. And uh, people can, be, can get involved in uh, several, there are several ways in which people can get involved, you know. And, but the total member involvement is a calendar-driven initiative. So what I'm saying is that, you know, you cannot just say, well, you know, I, I like to get involved, you know, I like to do something. Make a plan You have to put it. it in the calendar. The church needs yes. to, to put it, to have a calendar and, and then uh, the activities will be driven by that mm. calendar. Ramon, I think we yes. need to meet again. Yes. We need to talk because this initiative is so important. Disciples in action Jesus does not just want you to sit around until he returns. We have to be about our Father's business, total member involvement, sharing the love of God, sharing the good news of salvation. Go to your people. Tell them what the Lord has done for you. Be involved in ministry, not because you're earning anything, but because you love Jesus. Amen. I pray you've been blessed by ministry in motion today. May God bless you in your ministry for him. Amen.